When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is Sid and Friends in the Morning. But you say he's just a friend. Oh, you're my best friend. 77 WABC. What would you think if I sang out a tune? Would you stand up and walk out on me? So this happens to be the song that Hall of Famer, mind you, New Jersey Hall of Famer Tony Orlando did on stage with Bruce Springsteen, Stephen Van Zant, and Patty Schiaffa on Sunday night. So the theme of today's show outside of all the Israel coverage is F. Andrew Cuomo. No more of him, please. Congratulations, Tony Orlando. They both end with an O, mind you. Cuomo and Orlando. One's a creep. And one guy is a Hall of Famer and beloved. Cuomo, oh no, Orlando, way to go. <laughs> there you wow, that's, that's more than a T-shirt yeah. right there. You know, I said to Danielle yesterday, I said, uh, why do we live here? You know, I love New York. I get the whole thing. I've become a major star in the world's number one market. It's all very exciting, I know. But we have real threats of terror here, real threats, Hamas, ISIS, they're here, and they want to take down New York. They don't care about most of the states in this country. They want us. Besides the crime we've got every day, the subways, the streets, besides that, the illegals, the migrants. I was watching um, Real Housewives of Salt Lake City last night. I'm not going to lie to you. I was. And these people have no idea what's going on. They don't know. They go to ski slopes. They have tea in the afternoon. They have nice dinners. If they're lucky, they get to a Utah Jazz game, maybe have a tequila shot in Park City. They have no idea what's going on. So then I started thinking about my dear friend, the very lovely Sarah Palin, who lives in Alaska. And and I have to imagine it's kind of the same thing. Like, they're not hopping on the subways worrying about Hamas blowing up a bunch of Jews. Well, maybe they are. So here she is, one of my favorite politicians, happens to be, of course, dating my favorite athlete ever, former Ranger great Ron Duguay, up at 2 o'clock in the morning right now in Alaska, the lovely Sarah Palin. Good morning, Sarah. Good morning, Sid. How are you doing? I'm doing okay. I mean, it's a very uh, nervous time here in New York. Tensions are high. And when the FBI director, Chris Ray comes out yesterday, Sarah, and admits that we've had gaps in intelligence, well, they're worried about putting a guy like Donald Trump away. Thousands and thousands of legitimate terrorists have come into our country, and they want to kill us right here in New York. So I'm doing okay, but 
tensions are very high in this city. Well, yeah, and you're you're right that uh, New York City would be the target. It, y'all are the center of everything, right? Like culture, uh, the economy, the way things are marketed, the way our businesses are run. So much of uh, what affects our daily lives, even way up here in Alaska, the center of it all is New York City. So, of course, symbolically even, that uh, would be where they – the bad guys, where they want to target to send the loudest message. And that is why people there, of course, need to be so vigilant, but around the country, too. And uh, let me preface, too, by saying, you know, I, maybe I'm the only one in America who's never watched one episode of even one of the Real Housewives of something, something. What? Ever. But never, never. But if I, I know a couple of the gals, though, on a couple of shows, and I really like them. I just... I've been busy doing other things over these years. Why? Well, no, no. You're busy. You, 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 you know, a vice president, or maybe Trump's uh, person. Who knows politics, uh, hockey games, at, with Ron Duguay. But if they ever come up, if they ever come up with the Real Housewives of Fairbanks, I gotta <laughs> think Sarah. <laughs> I, I, I gotta think you're in. You and Duguay would be great. They had Tiki Barber and his wife in Jersey last year. How about Ron Duguay and uh, Sarah Palin would be great. <laughs> yeah, you should see when Ron's up here, though, and we're off the grid, and, you know, there's some kind of snowstorm, and he's out there chopping wood because we have no electricity. Oh, my gosh. You know what, though, the way that we live up here? Gosh, once in a while I think, okay, yeah, mock the way that I live up here, y'all. And then you're going to be knocking on my door someday saying, oh, now we realize we've got to shoot our own protein. We've got to grow our own food. I'm coming to Alaska. They can do it there. Well, you still do all that in all seriousness. You're out there shooting your own protein, growing your own food. I mean, you don't have any restaurants at all in the whole state? Oh, my gosh. Yes, we do. <laughs> of course we do. Oh, my gosh. But, uh, no, I mean, the conditions are not glamorous. The conditions are not uh, super ideal. And, uh yeah, you should have Ron talk a little bit about that. But so way up here even, we are vigilant, though. People are paying attention to what's going on, and much of that includes looking at what's going on in New York City and seeing the preparedness there and seeing if New York City, if the um, leaders there can be role models in terms of of other uh, state officials around right. our country, right. uh, knowing what to do, being prepared, uh, because, um, yeah, you, you know Hamas is here. You, you know the terrorists have infiltrated. Why wouldn't they have, right, with an open border? N- nobody's been vetted as they come on over. So, um, yeah, it, it's just uh, to be cognizant of that is just imperative for every American. And you're right about the officials here. You know, uh, my buddy John Katsimatidis, who owns his station, and I love him, he has told the mayor the same thing I have, Mayor Eric Adams, which is if you do well here, you will be publicly celebrated all across the country. You can't say that, for example, about the mayor of Fairbanks. But the mayor of New York City, if you do that, you become a, a worldwide figure. So the pressure is on it. But I have to bring up our mutual friend, Donald Trump. I know that you were on this station months ago talking about how if, if in fact, he called and, and wanted you to be his running mate, of course, you would take it. But... Above and beyond that, he spoke yesterday and he said, listen, three years ago, we cannot have imagined any of this. Forget about inflation. Forget about interest rates. Forget about Ukraine, Russia. But I had the Middle East under control. Abraham Accords, Israel about to become friendly with Saudi Arabia. There were no issues. People were not dying. And he's right. Isn't he, Sarah Palin? 
truly I, consider the tinderbox that is the Middle East. Now, the leader of the free world has some responsibility to make sure that that tinderbox does not explode because America's interest would be affected. Have If America's interests aren't affected somewhere overseas, we need to stay the heck out. I'm so sick of war. I hate war. I know, you know, as we send our sons and daughters to fight the wars that the old men in Washington, D.C. call, uh, I know that those kids, when they do come back, they don't come back the same. That's one aspect of, uh, of what happens in war that is adversely affecting our cultures. These poor vets who come back and you know, there's, we're still looking at 22, 23 vets a day who are killing themselves. It, it's it just, you know, the personnel that we send to fight and what we're not doing for them when they return is just one aspect of why I'm so sick of war. I, I do not like war. So the leader of the free world has responsibility. And this is what Donald Trump, he, he's told me this. He said, if Biden were serious about keeping a handle on what's going on and stopping Hamas, stopping the, the terrorists once and for all. He would he would let us know that. And I do appreciate that he has the support for Israel that he does, and he articulated that recently. However, to send the message, and if that message includes taking action, we must do that. The leader of the free world must do that. Otherwise, no, that tinderbox, yeah. it does explode. And... and, and yeah. yeah, I mean he's got That's so many he's he's, he's, he's he's got so many mixed messages. This uh, Biden, you know, on one hand he, you know, he's supportive of Israel. On the other hand, he's complicit in Iran's strength. You know, he loosened the sanctions. He enforced nothing. He just gave him six billion dollars just a couple of weeks ago. So I keep saying, I know, in like a broken record, he's not supporting Israel because if he was, he would not be supporting Iran, which he has done, even back to his Obama administration at the same time. You can't be both. That's why, to me, Biden is a creep. But I want to get to the um, the actual money situation, Sarah. If you were in Washington, D.C. today, and you were sitting there with uh, Hawley and the rest of these folks, and it came to you. Would you like to put together a money plan that includes Ukraine and Israel? Or would you rather right now just concentrate on Israel? Let me go on record and tell you, I'm sick of giving money to Ukraine. I have no idea where that money is gone. I really mean this. I have no idea where it's gone. It's one of the most corrupt countries in the world. Putin is a clown. I mean, right now he has shown he can't win a war in his own backyard. Right now Israel needs that money. Solely Israel. What does Sarah Palin think? A hundred percent, a hundred percent. And yeah, you know, before we even got um, ourselves involved in Ukraine, we knew it was commonplace knowledge that Ukraine was the third most corrupt country on earth. And yet we've not vetted those whom we are working with, uh, where the money's going. You're making a good point there. So, yes, the uh, support, financial support um, that needs to be out there, it, it needs to be going to Israel. Talking about Iran, I don't know if people paid attention, but some years ago, Donald Trump, before he even ran for president, and I, uh, Ted Cruz, a couple of, we were out there on the steps in Washington, D.C., of the Capitol, a large rally, protesting Obama's deal that he was striking with Iran, because we knew money was going to go there. Of course, it was going to be a nuclear deal that was going to... In the, in the end, at the end of the day, harm America's interests. We were out there protesting it, bringing to light what this deal was all about. And it's being made manifest now, the problems. So there again, Donald Trump, you know, kind of 
prophetic, even, if you will, those years ago out there protesting. And he, he was a citizen of America. And, um, yeah, I knew then, too. He, yeah, he, he's in the arena. Gosh, he's duking it out in that battle of ideas and principles and vision. And, and he's the one who needs to be there. And that was years ago. Well, you're right about that. He did all of that. And, um, look, I didn't love him. 2016, I voted against him. But I'm an adult, and, and I can admit when I make a mistake, most people can't. They either loved him when he came down the escalator or they hated him. I didn't love him, and uh, now he and I become pretty good friends, and I do love him. I want to ask you about uh, Arizona because, of course, John McCain was running for president. He named you as the running mate, and I become really close with Carrie Lake. She's running for uh, Senate in the state of Arizona. Do you have a relationship at all with Carrie? Any thoughts on her? Well, I noticed that she called the other day, and I'm trying to call her back. I know she's a, a busy gal. And, um, yeah, I mean, if, talk about tenacious. A, another person whom we want at, at the helm. We want someone like that, whether it's in state leadership or it's national leadership. Those like Trump, again, those who at this point it, – it, we feel like we've got nothing to lose. We know we have a country to lose, so we're willing to do anything to fight for what is right, to fight for the people. But when the media has done to you what they try to do to Kerry, certainly what they've do, done to Donald Trump, and yet he's still standing stronger than ever, uh, you, you have nothing to lose. So you're out there doing the right thing, uh, not holding back. It's balls to the wall to do what's right for the people, the will of the people. And Carrie Lake is one of those. Yeah. God, I love you. Balls to the wall. This is why you got to stay in politics, Sarah. you got to keep talking. I know you ran uh, last year in the state of Alaska. But what are the the future plans? Because, yes, we need Donald Trump. We need Carrie Lake. And, damn it, we need Sarah Palin. What are your plans? My plans are to keep working with other candidates and other issues. My big issue now is this ranked choice voting. It's that convoluted, complicated scheme from the left. Uh, Those who fund the whole drive for ranked choice voting, it's not one man, one vote. It's not winner take all anymore in a new way to elect our officials. That's what happened up here in Alaska. I, I won the race against the 50 candidates. However, I lost the race in the end because this new kind of voting system right oh, hold on so so are you did you get jobbed like trump and uh, carrie lake uh, claim no. they did no see see ranked choice voting is a legal way of the left being able right. to take an election because right. it's a jungle primary no primary so you're um everybody throws their hat in the ring and it's a process of elimination through many rounds of voting and what you're gunning for in this system said it it just strips every competitive bone in your body. It's supposed to. It's so um, anti-competition, like everyone gets a trophy. You're gunning for second and third place votes, rankings from uh, from the electorate. And uh, it, it's it, it's the stupidest thing in the world. And yet the system, it other states are flirting with it. They're flirting with disaster. Trump has paid a lot of attention to what is going on in Alaska because even he has said, Dang, I couldn't even get your few electoral college votes <laughs> under ranked choice voting. I'm like, I know the deep red state of Alaska where everybody up here, you know, we're all about energy independence, drill, baby, drill. That's our economy up here, oil. And um, 
you know, Second Amendment rights and, and freedom. And yet even in Alaska, I mean, I didn't get elected. I, Trump would have a hard time, too, up here uh, because of ranked choice voting. So my mission is to get out there, tell people what it's about, and uh, just tell their states, do not allow this to creep on into your states. It's, it's, it's going to harm conservatives big time because, as a candidate said, you have to – the strategy is, and I just couldn't do it, you have to be nice to your opponent oh because you need your, you need your opponent's supporters to rank you high enough uh. that you don't get eliminated. Well, uh. do you think I could do that? <laughs> a liberal Democrat? I, no. Oh, I just want for the team. <laughs> that sounds awful. My God, you are so right. Rank choice voting uh, Sarah Palin, uh, right on the money. Man, that sounds awful. Hey, uh, thank you very much for staying up all night uh, just so you can do this interview. You're great. My uh, my listeners love you. I love you desperately. Ronnie loves you, and uh, you're a great voice. So keep talking and get back in the game somehow, and we'll do it again very, very soon. Sarah Palin, you're great. Thank you so much. Thank you guys so much. Have a great day. You too. Get some sleep now out there in uh, Alaska. It's like almost 3 o'clock in the morning.